everybody. This is Mr. Steven. We have, in this episode of Fly Casual, comic highlights, Saturday morning resistance, and some women of the galaxy. We also have a discussion topic, maybe a little JJ in our lives. And uh, thank you for coming to Fly Casual. Let's get ready to ring (laughs) What's up, my friends? What up? What up? So it doesn't sound, it sounds like Corey's still puking. So what's going on here? You know, it's two weeks in a row. He's puking his guts out. Oh, what a little bitch. Yeah, he, he must have had way too much turkey over Thanksgiving. Yeah. I way know. too much. I know. I, yeah, I gorged way myself. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. I want you to tell me your specific you know, things that happened over Thanksgiving. I had plenty of deep fried turkey, my friend. Yeah. yeah. It was... Ooh. It was badass. Yeah, I heard that oh, they they burnt down the their, an outbuilding. <laughs> an outbuilding had burned down. It was all over the news. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you find out real quick that when you deep fry turkey, you don't do it in the garage. You, no, you yeah. burnt down half the Midwest, Mike. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Now my brother started doing deep frying the turkeys here a few years ago, and uh, in peanut oil, and yeah, that's badass. Peanut oil. Yeah, man. The Weird. only way to fly. The only okay. way to fly. Yep. yep. Of course, yep. which makes my brother-in-law mad because he's uh, deathly allergic to the peanut oil. <laughs> That's like <laughs> hospital time for him. So, well, he's like, well, I guess I'm not coming. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, speaking of in the hospital, we are doing episode two zero six of Fly Casual. All right, you know what's right around Star Wars podcast. You know what's right around the corner, do don't hospitals. you? Um, episode nine. <laughs> oh wait, no. Yeah, two hundred seven. You're right. Yeah, right. Just right that's how math corner. works. Yeah, right. Math, math. Yeah. And speaking of math, uh, Mr. Michael J. Archibald is here. Math? Is that what you said? Math. math? I said math. Math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. We're we're cooking. We're not cooking the turkey in the garage. We're cooking the meth in the garage. You got to You got to burn the turkey to yeah. cover the cooking meth smell. Yes. Right. Because right. yeah. it has a. Everybody has a particular odor. Mm-hmm. In fact, and, they, they mm-hmm. saw the cops coming, and that's actually why the <laughs> garage burned down. You know, which always makes, always makes me laugh that they did uh, Breaking Bad in uh, what Arizona or New Mexico or whatever it was. Right. That would be New Mexico. Because Indiana happens to be the meth capital, the of, the meth world. capital of the world. That's right, by far. By like, home. there's not even a question. Nobody's even close. <laughs> Nobody's even close. We're in that a happy... story is fiction. It is? No. There's no way that could be true. That no, is absolutely right? true. <laughs> Especially up here in the northern parts of Indiana. That's right. In the cornfields. They've, they've arrested quite a few. Yeah, just uh, yeah, one or two thousand yeah. or so. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, they had. A we st- are nestled in a fantastic area of between <laughs> Chicago and Detroit and Cincinnati and, Cincinnati, and Indianapolis. Yeah. Yes, right. And so we're, we're in the middle like, of all of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's affectionately known as the Meth Belt, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, the, it's just amazing up here how. <laughs> If you ever wondered what the odor was coming through Indiana, yeah, it's meth. As you fly over, 
it's actually, meth. it's funny because I work in. It's real also st- manure. It, it is manure. It's you're the right. From the manure. Yeah, there's yeah. there's some of that. But uh, I work in the real estate business, and uh, it's funny because actually on our disclosures, now when you sell a house, there is a specific line that says, "Was this house a meth house?" <laughs> And over 50% have checked yes. <laughs> so, yes. And the other 50 were lying. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. a thing in Indiana. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Speaking of things in Indiana, uh, there is Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Across I the am. pond and Here down I a am. few. I'm in Indiana. <laughs> the Indiana Yay. Boy. Look at me. Indiana <laughs> boys on these Indiana nights. That's right. That's right. I tell you what. I tell you uh-huh. what. Last dance. Right? That's right. Mary Jane or Mary Jane. Well, not legal Mary Jane, not anytime soon. Of course, we can hop up to Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Just cross the bridge, man. We can go to the dispensary now. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, Canada. And because I do different things differently than other people, I am your host with the most. Yeah, right. Stephen J. Howie. Hi, Stephen J. I feel like you stole that from somebody. No, that's it's completely original. The host with the most. Yep. Yeah. The hostess with the mostest. Kind of like how everybody does your mom, Garrick. Mm. Oh. Quite Garrick's original. Garrick's mom. Mm. She's on. the original mom <laughs> in the year mom. <laughs> she is. <laughs> the oh, original. She's mom patient zero. Is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Ground zero for your mom. Oh. Mm. Yep. It's my fact, mom's. Anytime anybody's making a joke about your mom, uh, other people's moms about your mom, she yeah. gets paid money. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. right. I heard that, man. She filed. We must a, be rich. She filed a copyright or some something. Can't, yeah, can't wait like to hear that. Kind of like when they couldn't sing "Happy Birthday" on. Oh uh, like, yeah, that's right. But now they can. Yeah. Oh. Are we past? Are we past we're, the deadline? We're past the, we? the what you oh. call it? I, from what I hear, I'm their probably copyright? wrong, and I apologize for being wrong. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> then there's that. There's that's that. crazy. Uh, speaking of being, then there's that. We have. Uh, a fantastic episode. Yeah, we do. Um, good got stuff a lot coming of good up. Good stuff lined up. Yeah, gear. I is- heard somebody got the Glee Club uh, going. Yeah, we got some Glee Club stuff going on tonight. Well, Gary well, is so kinda. excited to talk about Resistance, and I know Corey was excited <laughs> to talk about Resistance. Yeah, uh, he actually watched, he watched the episodes. It yeah. was in- insane. He actually now, watched something. Now, what is it, now? What does it tell you though that he watched the episodes and now he he's, he's so scared to talk about his opinion because you know he hates talking about things and giving an opinion about right. it. Oh yeah, that he, he made uh, yeah. himself sick. He takes no That's position on anything. No, yeah. not at all. Um, no, never. So. So, uh, without further ado, let's uh, take a position on reviews. Well, my position is missionary. You got to take a position. One one of the positions. Is it the pull position? I know be. at least four. I, I think I know four positions by name. Really? In the Kama Sutra? Yes. <clears throat> the Blooming Lotus, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. That sounds there's, amazing. I think there's a, the rocking horse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your uh, mom likes think, that one. Yeah, the rising, the rising sun. Ooh, yeah, another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, and the crane. The cra- yeah, the karate no, kid wait, stole that. Cra- yeah, that's karate kid. Not many people know karate kid stole that from the the Kama Sutra. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. That, in fact, that, next that time brings you watch a whole Kid, new yeah. that brings a whole new spotlight on it's actually, uh, Karate Kid's actually on a porn. Daniel and uh, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. Actually, a porn. Movie it is. Now. Yeah, 
It's it's very subtle. But if Mrs. LaRusso only knew for, we'll what uh, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi were doing <laughs> that whole time. Kind of gross now. Yeah. Gross. Thanks, thanks Garrick, for thanks. that. Gross. Yeah, you. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for ruining everything. Yeah. There's also the, the, the Congress of the Crow. <laughs> I thought you said you only knew four. I lied. I I'm really guessing, know a lot. He knows them all. I'm guessing you did a Google search. No. Why would I do that? Why, Bing? Why would, Use Bing, don't it's you? It's all up here, baby. I do. All up here. All Bing, baby. Yeah. So anyway, we had some comics come out. Yeah, we did. Yep. That didn't may or may not included some Kama Sutra within the pages. It better. But probably not. Most likely not. Because they were Star Wars comics. Yeah. Not that smutty stuff you guys read. <laughs> yeah. So we had a, a little Star Wars number 56. Mm. Dr. Aphra. Well, there's Number one. 26. Dr. A, baby. Yeah. And of course, Vader closing down the Vader arc, slowly inching our way toward the <gasps> end. Vader. Number 23. Vader. Oh, 23, yeah, the magic number. Yeah, that makes me so sad. Number. I'm so sad. That was uh, Michael Jordan, right? He was 23. Yep. He was right? number 23. You're so He was right. 32. You remember 32? Yeah, for that short time where he couldn't wear 23. Because he yeah. was banned. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He was he was doing the gambling. Yep. Yeah. 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 Was, anyway. They, they called him the gambler. I think it was 45. Yeah. They wrote a song about him. Yes. Yeah. He knew, he knew when to hold them. <laughs> but he did not know. know when to fold them. Uh, yeah, because I don't he got think he caught. Know that. Yeah. He got caught holding. So, mm. yeah, there you go. Lessons from Michael Jordan. Him and Lando. Don't gamble and get caught. Just there don't get caught. You lose yeah. your your Falcon, if right, you do. Pete Rose? Don't get caught. Yeah, come on, Pete Rose. Come on, Mister Rose. Yeah. So Star Wars, fifty two, came out. Fifty six. 56. Sorry. 56, yeah. 56. Yeah. 56. Yeah. The Escape Part One. One, one, one. Yeah. So uh, after so the, the uh, previous comic, arc, right? where uh, the Darth Vader oh, uh, pretty much back, creamed yeah. the Rebel fleet, they all escaped. Yeah, he did. And now Good this stuff. is the end of their escape, and they hook up with Sana Solo, or Sana Staros, as her real name is. But, uh, Word. Yeah. yeah, so this is uh they're trying to escape back to somewhere where they can uh meet up with the rebel fleet again and maybe hopefully strike back. Huh? Huh? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That that doesn't make sense. But yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're, they're trying to get back, uh get back to the rebel fleet, but they find some uh, gets in some uh Imperial entanglements. And they uh, get get crashed on a planet. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good issue. I mean, it's a lot of dialogue, <laughs> a lot of talking, yeah. but it's all good stuff. I love the like, stormtrooper walking around with the uh, the hologram. Have you seen these three? And they're like under the table. <laughs> yeah. And Sana's like, no. No. Totally mm. haven't seen those. Totes not. No. 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 Not so much. No. Nope. nope. Never. Yeah, so uh, it's a good issue. Um, I love the art. Uh, I think Salvador LaRocca did not do the art on this. They actually went with a new artist, Andrea Brocardo, and I'm sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Hit the button. Hit the button. uh Uh-oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, keep saying, oh, because I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Is this you wrong can't, one? You can't do it if you don't know. Oh, there it is. Oh. Oh. I'm not With Garrick. 
I'm not Mike. <laughs> oh, but I totes I totes agree. The art's great on this man. Yeah, I Actually, love it. Uh, I like the colorist. Yeah, he did a good job on this too. Everything I, I like that. I was worried about the new artist, but uh, now that I'm seeing it, I'm no longer worried. Very nice. I like the the framing and the the, the captured the characters well. And uh, yeah, good you know stuff. What? I don't I don't mind a good dialogue heavy comic. To yeah, it actually takes you somewhere, and not all of them do. Some of right. the I've told you guys I I read the uh, the Back to the Future comics, and oh, right. some of those are kind of hit and miss, and and some of those would get really dialogue heavy, and you're like going nowhere. So, <laughs> um, it's nice when you get a comic that's got a good story behind it, and uh, yeah, and I'm and I'm totally faking this by the way because I haven't read the comic, so I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping that yeah, this I mean, dialogue the is, dialogue is, is great, uh, especially is, when the the writer really can capture Han, Han Hans' dialogue really well. Uh, that's hard but, to do, by the way. Yeah, it no, is. Not he, everybody can hit that. He has a smug cockiness yes. to him, and he's so sure of everything, even though like he's not at all sure <laughs> <Right>. of himself. <laughs> and his, his and uh, Sana's uh, you know interactions together are, are great. Because she's just, yeah, she's she just can a see right through him. him yeah. <laughs> yeah, she sees right through all this crap and calls him out on it. And he's like, no, it'll work. I, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> is that a half Millennium Falcon? That yeah, is that's a, a son of ship. Yeah. 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 It's like half a one. Yeah. She doesn't need got a whole the cockpit one. in the middle, dude. She doesn't have a Wookiee she has to cart around with her, so she doesn't need a whole Millennium Falcon. <laughs> just half. Just half yeah. Millennium Falcon. Come on, Falcon. man. Get it together. What was I thinking? Yeah. So the the next issue uh, cover is pretty awesome because it's that that classic uh, painting. What's that painting oh, called with the farmer? And yeah. His wife? Oh, I love <laughs> the that. The farmer and the wife painting. Yeah, the farmer and the <laughs> wife painting. That uh, is amazing. That's pretty awesome. I know. That is that's one of them that you frame Amer- and put on your wall. <laughs> yeah, it's American Gothic. That's what it was. This is like the the American Gothic with uh, yeah. Han and Leia, and he's right. hold, he's holding the pitchfork and everything. <laughs> They're standing in front of a, a, yeah. a, a, a farmhouse. Is house. that a, a vibro pitchfork? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> of course, yeah. it's a it's got wires coming. Right, it probably shoots lasers too. Hell it's yeah, a laser it pitchfork. Yeah, yeah. So I'm interested to see what, what what that's all about. Well, thank God they're still doing the main title. I don't know what. Yeah, I, would do. I don't know if they could ever end it. I mean, they better not. Have to, yeah, I don't know if they'll have to. Do you think at some, at some point, point they're going to jump to a different t- part of the timeline, or do you think they're just going to yeah. keep telling these stories? I'm, if I had to guess, I would guess after episode nine comes out, maybe yeah. they would yeah, skip move forward around a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've been waiting for them to hit Empire and then start yeah. stories, you know, from after Empire. Because I mean, they've been doing this, you know, f- between four and five for well since Force Awakens. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of itching for something new. Oh, absolutely, you guys. Yeah, but yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And they're running out of real estate, like you said, before Empire. So we'll see. Word. Yeah. And these stories so. have been great, man. I've yeah. really done. I mean, we've talked about this before. I mean, you know, there's a lot of new. I mean, you got the movies and the TV shows, and you got you know a lot of stuff. But I really feel like that the comics have not only held their own, but almost are my favorite part right now. Of oh, the yeah. stuff that's happening outside of the movies, and the best so. part is they're taking they're taking more risks in the comics. Like they're killing off characters right. that were in the movies. Yes, uh, like we've mentioned in, in past podcasts. Before uh, well, they're even, even in the movie, not even killing, killing off people. Like I think you're referring to Dodonna, <laughs> but um, 
Uh, well, I, actually, they killed off the guy from yeah Draven from uh, Rogue One as well. But um, you know, boss. Not, uh, oh, Draven. No, no, boss he died. Still, he died in the movie, bud. Right? Who no. who died in the comic? It doesn't uh, matter. Dodonna has died. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the that was the that was General, General Draven. Draven. Yeah, yeah, from Rogue One, uh, the guy that was a hole. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Yeah, and so yeah, check that out. It also came out uh, Doctor Afra, number twenty six, and we get a new artist on this one too. Ooh. Yeah, one Emilio Lazy. Le- All right, Le- I'm reserving judgment because I haven't read this one yet either. Emilio. Mm-hmm. All right, let's Emilio. Let's take a look. Yeah, so the art is quite different than uh, the past takes on Afra. I like Afra, the cover. Actually. Yeah, the cover is amazing. That's a different artist. That's uh, I know, to cover usually artist. is right. Uh, Ashley Witter, and she does a great job. Yeah, or he, uh, I don't know. Ashley could be a boy or a girl's name. I guess you're right. Yeah, I love but, that. But uh, this, if you remember from last issue, we have Doctor Evazan and Panda Baba are back, and they have implanted explosive devices in Doctor Afra and Triple Zero. And if one of them dies, the other one blows up. Or if they leave with uh, a certain radius from each other, they both also blow up. Ooh. And so now they're on a planet trying to find somebody to remove this de- these devices from them. And uh, the great part is that um, Dr. Evazan installs a, a, tra- a, a looking and listening device in triple zero. So he and Panda Baba are just sitting on the sofa with like nachos <laughs> with and beer, an like watching this all unfold. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> like Amazon's got his arm around Panda Baba. Just like, hey, check this out. <laughs> just like watching TV on some Saturday night. I thought it'd be um, funny. <laughs> yeah. This is great. They're totally going to explode into guts. It's gonna be, yeah. So I, I love the aspect of. <laughs> Like, you don't see this in Star Wars. There's two dudes sitting on a sofa watching some stuff unfold. That's good and stuff. Uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of stuff uh, unfolds in this. Uh, Afra and Triple Zero obviously uh, do not get along because they both want to kill each other. So they are having to work together using their own different methods. Uh, Afra is more of the sneak around without being noticed kind of person. And Triple Zero is more like, oh, I'm just going to kill everyone just because I can kind of droid so yeah they end up uh not (laughs) they end up going to get the the devices uh which um taken out and they actually don't and they end up uh tripping a fail safe mechanism that only gives them uh, a time limit now before they explode and the only person that could uh possibly remove it triple zero has accidentally killed (laughs) <laughs> yeah, of course so they got did. ten hours now before they both blow up. <laughs> and it's funny when uh, the, the doctor, the guy who is they paid to take these devices out of him, said, "You know, put them to knock them out," and said, "Okay, when you wake up, they'll be gone." So they woke up and they're gone. And then as soon as they wake up, Afra realizes that something's wrong, and Doctor Evazan and Panda Baba are like cheering, like this someone just scored a touchdown on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna explode. <laughs> yeah, so I love this comic. I mean, Doctor Afra, uh, for an original character, is 
and and just to keep keep this running this long is just an amazing feat. It is, and I, every I've, comic is is enjoyable, and I love it. I yeah. love the story. I've really been crossing my fingers, and we're not going to hear an announcement that they're going to keep this going because it's a yeah. it's a great character. You're right; it's completely original. Um, I love the murder bots. Yes, I, I don't know. I, there's there's been very few issues that I was you know like uh, you know and that didn't live up to expectation. I've I've loved right. almost all of these. Now you're right though. The artist on this, the art's actually overall pretty good. Yeah, I, I just this... it seems like they can't. He can't decide. He or she can't decide how to get capture uh, Afra's face, though. Yeah, there's like some weird some angles. Panels, yeah, some panels look really good, and then other ones look strange. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I agree. It seems like uh, the farther along you get, the better it starts getting. So I think yeah. the, the artist kind of settled into okay, this is the look I'm going for. Right. Now I know what I want. I'm sticking with it, and I'm not going back and fixing it. One take. That's it. Yeah. First first yeah. try. First try. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't have an eraser. I ran out. So, yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Uh, so, check those day. out. Please don't keep, go away. Please keep making Yeah, we love Please you, Please don't Afro. go. Please don't go. And finally up, my pick of the week. Uh-oh. <laughs> also, the next one in order. Star Wars, Darth Vader number michael jordan's number hmm. yeah that We're came out close aren't we oh, oh man it sucks because it's getting so good uh so if you remember from uh past episodes or if you've been reading the comic or maybe if you're just tuning in for the first time this arc takes place on mustafar and yeah, it's it telling the story of how and why vader built his castle there and it's pretty cool. So we got this uh, this Sith entity that's inhabiting a helmet named Lord Momin. And he's kind of helping Vader construct this castle because Mustafar is an entry point into the uh, time, uh, the, the space between space that we saw in uh, an episode, of, yep. a few episodes of Rebels. You're right. Where, uh, time, you can manipulate time, pull people out of the timeline and basically do whatever you want in time and space. And so Vader's trying to pull Padme out and rescue her. And I think that's his ultimate goal. And Momin's trying to help him build this castle as a key to get into this uh, space in between space. So they go through uh, several iterations of this castle throughout the issue. And every t- <laughs> the f- it's great. Like They don't explicitly show this except for the first time. Momin fails and the castle just explodes. So uh, the the Momin helmet will possess a body that it's been placed on and Momin will become that person. And uh, so every time Momin fails, Vader, you can, it doesn't show Vader killing that person, but it shows several <laughs> panels where the body of that's wearing the helmet is clearly different than the previous <laughs> panel. <laughs> right. So I, I love nice. that subtle unwritten, like, Oh yeah. You know, it's a stormtrooper. Oh, now it's a lady officer. Oh, now it's like a weird beast with crazy eyes and, and jowls. And then it's like some sort of, and then it's back to an officer again. The, I think is, I think that was a cool, subtle thing. And he keeps going through these different iterations of Vader's castle, trying to get it just right. So it can open that portal. And then finally he gets to the, like the ninth iteration and Vader's like, there will be no 10th. 
this is it. If it doesn't work, well, <laughs> screw you. And he ends up opening a portal into the uh, space between space. And the scene is just incredible. He just like rips open the fabric of space time, I guess, using this dark force energy. And it's like he and this is incredible shot of his helmet being um, lit, lit up by whatever's beyond the, the curtain, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then just as he's about to step in, the, his uh, Imperial officers and troops let him know that the castle's under attack and they need his help or else it's going to fall. So he has to immediately close it and help his peons uh, repel this attack. And whilst he's doing that, Momin sneaks in and pulls his own body out Whoa. from the past Whoa. <laughs> and puts the helmet back on. What? <laughs> yeah, so he, what? he literally pulled himself out and is possessing himself with himself. I hello, guess. me. <laughs> yeah, hello, me. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> this comic is insane. That's like, cool. I don't uh, like time travel in Star Wars, but somehow this works for me. And I, I don't do. know why. And I like how they, well, because I like how they're doing it. It's it's kind yeah. of an original take on this. Yeah, it's so, like the, and I love Vader's obsession with this too. Yeah, I mean, like his you know, whole point is to try to get Padme back from, right. from death. Right. And that's been his whole goal this entire, I mean, all through the prequels. Well, I guess not all through. Up until he met Padme, he, Wanted to either protect her or save her from death. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's awesome that, that, that they're weaving that thread in all the way through Vader's uh, beginning. Because this, this, is, this is Vader's origin story, basically. This is like year one right. Vader right. right now. Just a, rem a reminder of the time frame. So, he's still obviously obsessed with getting Padme back. So, yeah. I, I love mean, this. this uh, I love the, the cover for the next issue, too, man. Oh yeah, just on the helmet on fire. And, yeah, oh, man, that's the good stuff, man. I'm digging it. His yeah, I love this comic. Chain link is broken. What? Amazing. Yep. Oh, he's gonna lose. Why'd you have to take man. my word for it? No, but I also love the tie-in to, you know, the space between time. You know, the yeah, rebels, even and rebels all that in stuff. there. Yeah, man, I love it. I told, I've said it over and over. I love it when that when. The authors of these, you know, of these pieces, you know, these works, you know, care enough to do that. I mean, it's, yeah. it means something. It's awesome. So it is. Yeah. Yep. There, and I think that's what we've been worried about uh, with the movies and everything and the books. Right. They all seem kind of disjointed uh, when they're, when you know, at the beginning, they, they all seem kind of disjointed. Right. But now that we're so many years in, everything's starting sure. to be... You got together. you got people that yeah have enough have enough now to work with to actually start weaving you know the bigger picture and that's yeah. that's the exciting stuff for me that's the stuff it I is. loved about the old legends you know we talked about uh, Kevin J Anderson last week you know and and why he was a favorite author because he was one of those handful of people with the old legends that cared about weaving that that you know big tapestry and uh, yeah like what well, like what you're saying now is that now authors have enough material to work with you know i mean it's been what mm -hmm. 3 4 years since force awakens came out you know we have enough material now to start weaving that tapestry and it's getting exciting for me so that's cool yeah it's i it's like it it's in, it's impressive, yeah, and I, I, it almost to some some extent seems like 
there it's even more more cohesive than the old canon used to be. Sure. Oh yeah. The old canon. I mean, yeah, back then what? I mean, it was just like you know, the comics a couple of stories and made no yeah. sense, right? No, <laughs> I mean, right, completely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're fun to go look back at just for nostalgia reasons, but uh um yeah, there was there's barely any cohesion there. So Yeah, so I, I like it. I I know that we've we we have harped on it that we were afraid of it, but I, I'm you know, it's starting to come together. And it is if, I agree. if you're not into comics or the books, I mean now now is a great time to start, you know, reading the past. Uh, now that all these like collectors editions and yeah, um, the trade paperbacks. Are, yeah, the are trade. Out, pa- right. Thank you. Trade paperbacks are out. Now is a good time to get into it and, and see what you're missing. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Oh yeah. So uh, Star Wars Resistance came out, and I. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess a few. What I said, I wasn't going to review it. I guess a few people, um, maybe didn't, asked you got a little upset, or some people were happy, maybe. But uh, Sancho Panda. <laughs> Was oh, good yeah. enough to bring together the Glee Club. Yeah, he did. So to save me from having to review it, <laughs> <laughs> he, put, he got them together to do musical reviews of the episodes. Oh, Wait, musical and reviews? Musical reviews. And because wow. Star Wars Resistance to us is more of a Saturday morning cartoon, it only made sense to make those musical numbers set to famous Saturday night cartoon intro music. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm digging oh, it. I can't wait. Yeah. So Howie, if you will. Yes. Without further ado. We're going to go without further ado. Let's go back to Star Wars Resistance episode one. And let's give that a little musical review by Sancho Panda. Hit that button. Stranded in space until Poe came along and he saved my hide. I saw Leia's face and my urge to join up was amplified. And I begged to help out, though my dad won't let me choose a side. <laughs> now I'm in a dumb race, so I'll blend in on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Poe positioned me to be the new resistance spy. <laughs> No one suspects me, cause I'm a really goofy guy. Hope <laughs> positioned me to see what the First Order do. We'll have to wait and see, probably won't be a season two. <laughs> oh, probably not, probably not, probably not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. It's like that was uh, older, or I'm sorry, younger listeners might not know, but that, and I didn't because <laughs> I'm a young guy, you know. Pole position. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, like the man. pole position, the uh, yeah. ancient cartoon. Yeah, it was an ancient. ancient yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's old even for me. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It is yeah. amazing. So that was the, that was basically, uh, I thought, dead on for uh, the uh, premiere of episodes one and two especially with the ending that was pretty dead on yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) probably not probably not probably not probably Probably not not. (laughs) (laughs) so we got more of these yeah so episode three we got one for episode three of star wars resistance so howie take it away do it the button (laughs) 
Set to the tune of the epic cartoon, Tailspin. Yep. Guys, you yep, remember yep. Tailspin? I do. Baloo? Word. Yeah, yeah a lot Kit, of Funko Pops of Tailspin Kit right Cloud now. Kicker with his airboard. Yep. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. So that was episode two. Uh, or episode, I'm sorry, episode three of Resistance. It was. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. We need good. more of that, Sancho. Yeah. Well, he's happy Bring to him, baby. Yeah. Bring him, baby. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll have some later. We'll see. Hmm? Yeah. 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 What, what, <laughs> we got to talk to HR. What do we got to do? What do we got to do yeah. to get more of these? Oh, I'll talk to him. We'll get uh, our, our agent pop, Papa on the phone. You know, we pop, can't, pop, we pop, can't pop, offer him money. Pop, pop. But maybe we can pay him double than what he's making. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. Two hundred percent raise, double of zero. Yep, yes. that's it. Yeah. Well, if if they make more, maybe Sean Sancho can be on the the podcast again. Oh yeah, that's I what agree. we need totally. So guys, yes, I managed, and you don't know how impressive of a feat this was, really. But I managed, yeah, to get my hands on a copy, yeah, of Women of the Galaxy. Oh, really? By Amy Ratcliffe. Yes. Yeah, friend of the show, Amy. You awesome. don't know what I had to do to go through this. Really? I really don't <laughs> that, want to. That tell rough? You. How many buttons did yeah. you have to click? Could not I be had, that rough. <laughs> I had to do some things I wasn't proud of, <laughs> but I got oh, it. We've all done things. I have it in of. my hands right nice. now. I can't see it, so I don't believe oh. you. Oh, well. Shut up, Howie. It's here. I swear. <laughs> so I didn't know that. Okay, so I, I've been reading this. And I didn't know the forward was actually by Kathleen Kennedy. Did we talk yeah, about that? Even yeah. though we said yeah. that. Yeah. We did say two that, weeks ago, but yes. Well, KK. That was two weeks ago, and I don't remember <laughs> that far back. And, yeah, the, and it's great because the, uh, uh, the dedication is to Carrie, or for Carrie Fisher. So I found oh, that cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And... And when I, I didn't know what to, I knew I, you know, this was, uh, you know, some snippets about women in the Star Wars universe, but I didn't realize how in depth this book goes because it's really? not just like women from the movies. It's not just women from the novels and it's not just women from the cartoons. It goes into the comics. It goes into, wow. I think, some of the video games. Wow. It goes deep. Really? Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm hoping I, to pick, pick this up. How too. deep, my friend? How, how deep? deep? Well, let me tell you, they have uh, Sana Staros in here. Nice. From the comics. And they even have characters from the new cartoon Star Wars Resistance in here. 
Okay. Which I don't know how, because I thought this book came out like a week after that aired, but... Okay, ha- man, but do they have Mara Jade? That's all, oh. really, that we're asking. Oh. That's all I need to know. No, they don't have <gasps> Mara Jade, because she's what? not tech. Can- it's can- only can- canon, canon only. No! Canon only. Sorry, I'm man. I'm not buying it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they have They have Ula. Yeah, they do. She, she put Ula in here. Well, like of course Ula. she had to. Yeah. They have Pad Padme's handmaidens. Yeah. Who Sabe? Yeah. yeah. And the like others. That? They have trios from the uh, Kira Knightley, Darth Vader comic in here. So it's yeah, this is really cool. Like the art in here is pretty impressive. They have several different artists that have worked on this. And I love it. They they have uh, all the way like from paintings to photorealistic type uh, looking pictures to even comic-y looking pictures. And I will say, if you, you sh- people should pick up this book because it's very impressive. And the the detail and the research uh, on each page for the, for explaining why these women matter in the galaxy. Uh, is insane. Like I, I, she must have to, had to have read every canon thing ever in order to get some of these details in. Because there's stuff I'd never even heard of. And deep cuts, huh? Deep, deep cuts. Deep cuts. Yeah. Nice. So if you want this now, you can go out on Amazon. And yeah, I don't know if this price say, will still yeah. be available. But I got as my a, copy as of recording night. As of recording for twenty dollars on Amazon.com. And yeah, definitely pick this up Um, because it's not just for women. It's for anyone that's interested in Star Wars. Anyone. I was going to say, I mean, it, it, it has piqued my interest. I have, I have not jumped out and bought it yet. Yeah. Um, The layout itself. I was thinking about buying it for my daughter, but the more I've looked through it, I'm just like, shoot, I want it on my shelf. Yeah. The layout is amazing. It has, uh, it has the person, the character's name in bold. And then right under there, right under their name, it has their name again in Arabesh. Yeah. So I, I thought that, that was yeah. a cool touch. Yeah, very cool. And then it has uh, a quote or some sort of description of the character. And then, um, yeah, like a, either a one page all the way up to a four page description of the character and what it, what, how that character impacted the galaxy. And uh, where they're usually where they're from. So people that aren't too steeped in the uh, lore in the expanded universe uh, won't be lost because it, it tells you clearly where this person was from. And then it might even get you interested in checking out that source material as well, which is always good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah check awesome, it out, man. It's, yeah. it's really good. I was I'm glad very you impressed. got it. Cause uh, yeah, I have been interested and now with your uh, review of it, sure i'm gonna pull the trigger yeah it's like 200 pages of awesome for 20 bucks too i mean that you just you can't yeah price and it's hard cover and it's well bound comes with a dust jacket mike nice a dust jacket jacket the dust jacket can you believe it even a dust jacket a (laughs) dust jacket to keep your books from getting dusty and uh, of course, congratulations to Amy too. This is oh, absolutely. This is a great this accomplishment a- for her. So I know she's yeah. been, she's, uh, she works for the Nerdist and has contributed to StarWars.com and all that good stuff. So, but I think this is her first foray into uh, a, a project of this magnitude. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, that's mm-hmm. neat. Um, we're yeah. very happy for her and uh, 
congratulate her for sure. Oh yeah. She's got a great, uh, two page, uh, forward in there from herself explaining why and how she, uh, came to do this book. So it's very cool to read that. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, do yourself stuff. a favor and pick it up. Go get it now while supplies are hot. Oh, get it now. Do it. Or I'll punch you in the neck. <laughs> That'll show them. Yeah. Punch. Well, is that all we got for reviews? That's it, dude. All right. Well, then, um, is Porkins got here? I, don't know, I haven't seen him yet. Why don't you do the music? We'll see if he shows up. All out. right. Well. Oh, yeah. Hello. Again. Hello. Um, do it again. Again, again, again. You got to say it again three times. He shows up. Oh. <laughs> it's like Beale. Well, oh, wait, what? Uh oh. What's going on? I, I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hello. Grand Moff talking here. Oh, he's Did back. you know Luke's mom almost didn't die when I death starred Alderaan? <laughs> you see, Mark Hamill suggested that Luke's mom actually be one Boba Fett, and she was just in disguise in order to get close to Vader. Seems like that would make you wonder who had she been going around disintegrating all this time, doesn't it? I'd swipe right on that. You may fire when ready. <laughs> huh. Uh, yeah, Hamill was talking about that on Twitter this week, wasn't he? Hamill. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, man. The hams? Yeah, the man. Hams. M hams. M hams. He did. He talked about that very thing. The ham bone? I, yeah. Somebody uh, asked him about it the... and... Uh, he, he gave that bone. story and, mm, and uh, bone. basically said he, he suggested it to Lucas and Lucas just kind of was like, mm, yeah. just kind of looked at him with that Lucas look and and <laughs> went about his business. Did he did he take the <laughs> yellow marker or the pink marker? He took the yellow marker took, and just he took wiped it on no his face. Marker. Just yeah. X'd out his face. He got the uh, um, liquid paper <laughs> and... and uh, <laughs> I think I think M Ham's got his normal treatment from Lucas, which is pat him on the head and say, "Next next line, please." That'll do, Ham. That'll do. That'll that'll do. That'll do, Pig. <laughs> he called him Pig. That's where it came from. All right. Well, you guys ready for some uh, deep diving? Oh, I'm always ready for deep. <laughs> yep. For your mom. Let's do it, baby. Oh, <laughs> deep dive into Garrick's mom. boys yes boys this week i don't know if you guys saw this but uh simon simon peg was on a podcast and when simon gets on a podcast for those who don't know by the way simon's good buddies with jj and actually had a role in the force awakens he was what he was uh the big alien dude on uh on jakku that uh uncar plut uh, yeah uncar plut yep. yeah yeah and uh, anyway, so when Simon, Simon, Simon's very oh, opinionated yes. when it comes to uh, to Star Wars and famously was uh, um, actually very critical of the prequels and all that good stuff. And actually he was on a podcast this week and uh, made a couple of comments, said something to the effect of, uh, boy, geez, I really, you know what, you know what these, the sequel trilogy is missing? It's a little What's George that? Lucas, a little touch of George. 
which uh, yeah, which was kind of funny, saying. especially with how hard he was on the yeah. prequels. But sounds like he's kind of come full circle, actually. Which isn't uh, we've talked about. I think we talked about this last week a little bit. Actually, for the last few weeks, there's kind of been a nostalgia thing for yeah. the prequels here lately, and uh, people coming to a new appreciation. I think. And uh, so, anyway, I just thought it was interesting that he brought this up, and even though I don't think he really called out. Uh, Last Jedi directly, but uh, I think that's kind of where his comments were were kind of pointing to. And he's actually said things in the past. Here a few months ago, he was quoted as saying something to the effect of that, eh, well, actually, J.J. had something else in mind for Ray's parentage. So, of course, uh, like I said, Simon kind of uh, giving his opinion about things. So, I don't know, a lot of people taking it that uh, maybe he didn't take Take to Last Jedi is... Uh, and you got him for our podcast, right? He's here right now? Uh, he's not studio? here right now, but uh, oh, we're working Mike. on it. I'll just, oh, le- I'll just okay. leave it there. We're working on it. Oh, good. <laughs> as long as you're working on it. So anyway, um, I, I guess with, with that in mind and, and uh, these comments that he's made this week, I just kind of wanted to pose a question to you guys, um, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, with him talking about you know race parentage, and maybe JJ had a different, you know, thought, you know, thought in that regard. Um, it really looks like JJ, and we've known this since the beginning, but JJ's kind of got his hands full with this. I mean, there's been some criticism of uh, Last Jedi, and a lot of people feel like, and I'm among that number, that you know, really Lucasfilm didn't have a unified vision for this. They were really, the approach they were taking was, we're just going to get three different filmmakers, and they're just going to kind of take their approach, and um, I think, you know, and again, I'm among that number, some of us didn't like the fact that there wasn't kind of an overarching story. So, uh, given that kind of background, um, you know how do, how does JJ approach Episode Nine and make it palatable, <laughs> and and kind of bring this thing full circle and make it a satisfying? <laughs> how does he make this a satisfying ending to the Skywalker saga? Because that's that's how they're building this movie is the end of the Skywalker saga. Well, what he does is he goes to Return of the Jedi, the no. script. He hits Stop. Control C and he goes over <laughs> no. to the script. Stop for episode nine. He hits control V and then he hits control F and types in Ewoks and then hits replace all with Wookiees and then saves it and then e- and That's then emails it, the end. it to KK. The end, yep. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. He would never yeah, but, do well, that, but you know what, though, man, I. I, I, maybe you're not far off because <laughs> JJ JJ's not exactly known for for story. Well, uh, maybe he's this, out to prove you wrong, Mike. I I hope he is. Maybe Honestly, he's heard he all is. the bats versus soups writer. So, oh yeah, uh, don't remind me. So Martha's everywhere. <laughs> There's the whole the whole planet's going to be called Martha. And it's going to be a living uh, planet. And it's going to be the progenitor of the entire universe. Yeah. Okay, almost from day one. When when Ep Seven was announced, we said J.J. Abrams is good at look and feel, but story. And I think a lot of people feel like, even though Force Awakens was hugely successful, and I think generally all of us see it in a very positive light. Um, the criticism, I understand the criticism. It was very New Hope like, and it was very 
we had another Death Star, and you know, <laughs> we had another, you know, cantina, and you know, we had, uh, you know, another desert planet, and all that stuff. So I get the, I get those criticisms, but you know, I felt like it was a good launching pad, and and I think that movie was, you know, good for him. But is he the kind of filmmaker? I mean, has he shown you anything that sh- that suggests that he can bring this full circle and make this a satisfying story? No, I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, well, except really for that one much. picture. Will that one picture give me hope? Maybe. Remember that one picture? Did it say the, New Hope? No. From no, episode, they that? had one picture leak from episode nine, at least that I know of. I'm sure there's more. But uh, had, there was a studio one with the Jedi seal or something on the floor. Yeah, but there's Is that, that one where there was a horse and there was like Poe and Finn were out there. Yes. Oh, spoilers. Okay. Sorry. I do remember that. Sorry, no, everybody. Right. Poe and Finn are in the spoil- next... This is a spoiler cast. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they're, they're in the next movie, Poe and Finn are. At least at they one are. point, they're together. Um, but it looked like a grass planet, like a plane. had like a sure. Great Plains type planet. Right. That was interesting. So Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't know. I, st- I, f- I feel like personally... I mean, because we, we do know through... Well, Daisy Ridley... In an interview mentioned several months back when um, Last Jedi was released that actually J.J. had a um, had a treatment for Ep 8 and 9. Like he, he actually did put an overarching story together and she is the one that actually came out and said that yes, when Ryan saw it, he pretty much just threw it in the trash and said, nope, I'm starting from scratch. So from Daisy Ridley, that's where we got that story. So, you know... You know, we know that that you know again that the filmmakers were kind of doing their own thing. Now, um, JJ still got that treatment though, right? I mean, so yeah, you know, despite totally. what RJ has done, I mean, he could tailor his overarching story to what RJ did, mm-hmm. and you, th- you know, still bring this full circle. And I and and that's where I'm a little encouraged, yeah, because I feel like you know when Colin Trevorrow was there, he was kind of he was in a bad position from day one, you know, because he's got, he's got all the stuff that JJ set up and RJ set up and he was trying to bring it full circle and he really didn't have a treatment, but at least JJ kind of had, you know, a path that he was walking. So, you know, I, I, I felt like since we got the announcement that JJ was going to be back on this film that, okay, well, if anybody can do this, it's going to be him. You know, I, I, I don't know. I kind of feel that way. I don't yeah. know how you guys. I mean, it'll be a uniform with this. the first one. That's for sure. So sure. feel kind of like right. the Indiana Jones saga or I get trilogy because I'm not going to sure. count the last one. Uh, like the first and third one had. Yes. Kind of like a uniform feel. But, I agree. Uh, uh, not not to discourage uh, Temple of Doom. I mean, it was a good movie, but it felt it, yeah, different. In its own right, but it, yeah, it did. It felt very different. It had a very different feel to it. So yeah, mm-hmm. a different pace, different locale, no Nazis. Right. Yeah, very different. Right. <laughs> so I I wonder if it's going to be something like that, um, where we you know people can still like the middle one. Like no, not everybody right. likes Temple of Doom. Some people hate it. True. That's um, absolutely some people true. think right. it's the best one of the three. I'm not one of those, and that's fine because right. I like the first and third one. But uh, right. I'm hoping it's something like that. Yeah. This is like, oh, this is what happened to our heroes at one point, but now we're back to this story that uh, kind of mimics the uh, first one or kind of ends the first film. 
So, okay, so I've explained, you know, why I think that he, he could be the right answer here, but then there's going to be the critics, right, that say, like, well, look at Lost. I mean, that thing was like a train wreck, right? I mean, they had a great premise and they got it Did off, they? but then when they decide, well, I, some some people I, saw, I only saw a lot the first of, like four episodes, and it was about a plane crash. <laughs> Did it go anywhere from there? I don't Honestly, know. I don't know because I never watched it. I can tell you, my wife loved that series, but even she will admit that it was they got they got off to a great start, but it felt like that you know once it was a hit and they had to do more seasons, like. They didn't really, again, they didn't have like a landing spot. So yeah. well, it kind of didn't feel satisfying when they got to the end of that. And uh, well, I, so that's the criticism, I guess, of, of JJ is that he's not, you know, he's not one for, for story, like to, to tell a full story. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe, I guess. <laughs> he just falls off the, the end at the end. He's like, ah, eh, we'll just end it somehow. We'll have a crazy cgi yeah. monster come I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to think how how i i don't know what to do i wouldn't know what to do well i it, mean it feels like anything that you do is would be either you know seen as uh you know like you're trying to just stick it to ryan johnson right. or you're you're going down a path that may not make sense or i, I just don't know or it just seems so out there that you're like, okay, well, that was weird. See, I agree 100% I because there's, you're right. The people, people that I know, I put the internet aside because on the internet, you've got the, the lovers and the haters and there's just no middle ground at all. So I'm thinking more of the people that I know here locally that mm-hmm. really love that movie and why they love it and all that stuff. And a lot of it was... The, the reasons that they cite was that, you know, well, RJ was subversive and, and it was surprising and it was new and and the, the franchise needed that to go in, you know, to go into the future and all that stuff, which I disagree with all that stuff personally. Um, but, I mean, there's definitely a love there for um, among a certain segment of the fan base that really love that movie. So I, I kind of going down what you're saying is that you know, okay, yeah, does JJ go with his gut and bring this back around to what his original vision was, you know, but and might bring it to risk, an end? Risk the, uh, the, the, yeah, the look the, of it being, you know, like you're just being childish. Yes, and, and yeah. pissing off people that really, really enjoyed RJ's version of this. See, and again, yeah. and I go back to the criticism of, to me, this falls on KK, you know, because she's you know the 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 top of the ladder there, but this is this is the the shit you get into when you don't have a unified vision for this. Yeah. I, I just really really feel like that there should have been, you know, that whoever did it, whether it was all you know two or three filmmakers or just one or whoever, that there needed to be an outline, you know, for okay, this is this is our starting point and this is our landing point. Now you guys fill in the blanks. And they just didn't do that. And I just think that they set these filmmakers up for for failure, <laughs> for lack well, of a better word. I mean, yeah, and really, I'm surprised JJ took this on. So <laughs> I feel like there's some, some well, kind of backfield that I was would there. I would say RJ failed. I mean, it was moderately successful. No, no it was <laughs> Not, absolutely it was, successful. Here's yeah. here's the thing about JJ, or RJ, at least from my perspective. I don't blame him for any of this because I think he did exactly what he was told he could do. You know, I feel like 
KK came to him, Lucasfilm came to him and said, okay, make, you know, make a movie and, and you can make it your way. And we're going to give you a lot of, of, you know, leeway. And, and by all accounts, it was, uh, everybody loved working with him and there was no drama on his set and everything else. So even though I don't, I very much dislike the last Jedi, I don't put much blame on him because I feel like he did what he was given the task to do. I mean, so to put in perspective, I guess it's kind of like if you go to somebody's house, they're going to have like a dinner. Um, you can either tell them what you will eat or let them choose what you will eat. Sure. And so right. I, it's like I went to Ryan Johnson's house and he decided to serve like coleslaw and curry. And I was just like, <laughs> well, you know, some people love those two things. Actually, right. like millions and millions of people all around the world love that stuff. Right. But personally, coleslaw makes me want to vomit. <laughs> and, and curry's just so spicy it makes me want to die but uh yeah, I well, mean, people love that stuff and seriously i mean seriously. if you, you, there's a risk to just serving like mashed potatoes and that's it um which i guess you get with jj yeah <laughs> you, right you're gonna please everybody because well, not yeah, many I mean, people right. hate mashed that, potatoes well that's the thing is you could go the safe you can go a safe route i'm not sure what that exactly looks like but you could go a very safe route but it'll seem very vanilla, cake. seem Everybody very, loves cake. you know, <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. It won't seem exciting. And I think one of the, one of the great things about, um, both the original trilogy and F three was they were kind of very exciting ends to, to the trilogies, right. Uh, that they represent. And, um, so if you go safe and vanilla, it's not going to be that it's going to be, that was a movie, right? You did the best you could. I don't envy had, him. Kind of I don't envy him at all with so, this task. So yeah, so if you start breaking out into something more exciting, then you you're risking because of how everything's played out. You're risking, you know, upsetting, you know, one of two groups of people <laughs> that I, I'm just. And I guess at some point you just. He's he's just gonna have to pick a path and, and go down it. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. So. Um, no but matter that, what comes out of this, I'm not going to blame JJ for anything. No, if he I, comes, again, out, although if he comes out with an amazing movie, then I'm more like, well, good on I'll you. T- and I'll tell you what, that's why I'm not going in with high expectations. I'm just not. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I guess in the back of my mind, I'm hoping you know that I'll be pleasantly surprised. But uh, this is such a monumental task, in my opinion, um, yeah, to is. bring this full circle and to satisfy the greatest number of people because you're never going to satisfy everybody. No, it's just never going to happen. So, but you know, how do you get the, the largest group of people possible to be satisfied with what, what you do here? And I don't know, it's tough. I, I they, in my opinion, they, they made a couple of wrong turns. I, I, yeah, this is definitely, it's one of those things where, you, you know, you go to a restaurant and, and, and you sit down and you're like, this is just terrible. And it's not any one person. It's right. just run terribly. It's management is the problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like has yeah. been yeah. with these. It's, no, you know, and it's really, I don't understand how you can have a treatment like what JJ did and then go far, so far away from it. It feels, I mean, I'm right. assuming right. Uh, that, uh, you know, that's management. Well, I mean, totally... But that's, I mean, in in retrospect now, in hindsight, you know, knowing what we know now, that what that's that's 
Brian Johnson's ML. I mean, we've, we've, you know, heard interviews with him, you know, from years ago saying that, you know, he feels like he's done his job if he, you know, uh, you know, displeases half of his audience. Cause that, to me, to him, that's an exciting thing. You know, if it's, if at the end of the day, you know, people are talking about his movie or whatnot. Now I don't, I don't think he was ready for the kind of divisiveness that uh, this brought after, you know, last Jedi, but um, but I, I mean, that they should have known that I guess going in that that's that's what he was going to. They do. must have been that's what they wanted for some reason. Well, again, I really feel like KK's vision for this. First off, and I think we said this before. I don't think she really cares about story and characters and all that stuff. She she is a competent businesswoman, but I don't think she cares about Star Wars and Star Wars stories the way that George Lucas does. I mean, I think that's just a fact. So I'm not. Well, that doesn't take been away on the business side, right? That doesn't take anything yeah. away from her her ability and competence. That's not fair know, though, because you can't compare anybody to Lucas. That's okay, true. But I think, that's true. I think one of the, the the bigger mistakes is when Lucas was out, they didn't have a replacement that handled that that part of the the business well i just i felt like he he thought she was competent enough to to handle it but i mean there was never going to be anyone to be able to replace him in terms of the creative side of the business so but to back to your point you know she just she's just not that creative force and i think her vision going into these movies was i'm going to give the filmmakers their opportunity to go in and just make the movie that they want to make i th- i think she thought in her mind that that was the best that's, approach but that seems very what do i want to say uh like uh, you've been in the business long enough that that seems like you would not have made that kind of a mistake <laughs> yeah you, you have to hire somebody i mean you're you're the you're the business side you're running running the business right. of it all uh you have to have a some kind of a replacement that would come in and be able, okay think, i'm going to run the story part of it sure well she, i th- i think if, you, if we go all, if we I go guess. way back if we go way back at the to the very beginning you know when they first talked to jj actually they wanted jj to be involved with all three movies and right. if you remember famously he said i'll do one Right, and that's it. So I think at that point, that's where they were forced to look at RJ. So maybe initially she did have, you know, the the sense and the wherewithal to say, okay, we want someone to come in here and and kind of oversee the creative side of things. But once JJ, you know, was like, nah, I, you know, well, I'll do one. She's, I'm sure she's got tons of people in her ear. Sure, and and maybe was convinced by. You know. At some point, she thought it was a good idea. I, yeah, I think in you know in hindsight, in hindsight and retrospect, oh, it's so, it's so easy to talk about this in hindsight and say I know. Well, been and here this, we are, you know, a yeah. couple guys, you know, a couple two three guys in a basement yapping <laughs> about this. So I mean, these Bunch are just our opinions, beards. but yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I'm still. I'm trying to figure out. Other than the waking therapy. up from a dream, what do you do with episode nine? Yeah. Well, I think first off, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to dig into this a little bit, first off, you can't do the same thing where, you know, RJ picked up right where the last no, one left you, off. There's got to oh, be at least have, five years. In between. Minimum. Absolute minimum. I'd love to see 10 years. Yeah, I would too. But I, it'd be hard to age everyone 10 years and make it like... It'd be easier to say. Sure. Yeah. It's going to start off with uh, Princess Leia's funeral. 
Yeah, well, that's how the, that's how the movie's going to gonna start. You would think. I don't know. They said they're going to use footage. I, I don't know. Mm, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Flashbacks. It has to be, would have to be flashbacks then. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Either. Flashbacks. That'd be cool. That's the other. Uh, I don't bring know. Bring in Maul. Too much Maul. criticism. Yeah, bring in Maul. Oh, he died. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. Obi Wan killed him. Yeah. Again. 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 But he's going to come back with a different head. He Ooh. Might. Sith ghost. Sith ghost. Hey, we're going to have Jedi the ghost. The whole might movie. Well have Sith ghost. Oh, the whole movie is taking place in the realm where they, where they, the, uh, um, the force ghosts are. In between. The in between yeah, the in between. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where they all hang out. I don't, I don't think, I don't think JJ has the balls to pull something like that off. <laughs> no. I don't think it would work well on the big screen either. Without. Honestly, I thought I thought RJ, if, if anybody was going to dick around with time and all that stuff, it was going to be RJ. I was yeah. horribly <laughs> mistaken. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll do a Jeremy Bear Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeremy Bear So definitely, definitely they're going to start this minimum five years Everybody later. should be watching The Good Place. Yeah, everybody. Way, if, if you're not watching the good place, you're in a bad place. You are, oh, I, don't, don't, I don't know what dude, that means. You said too much already. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spoiler cast. Go ahead. Just spoil it all. It's the best sitcom. Oh. Is it, are they I don't even know if it's a anymore? sitcom. What is it? It's, it's it, like what a, are comedies that are not sitcoms that are like 30 minutes single prime time single camera. It's not even a drama. It's just like a, just a comedy, I guess. Just a comedy, straight up comedy, supernatural comedy. There you go. <laughs> supernatural comedy. Yeah. It's not yeah. a With Ted dancing. And Learning he's, to floss. And he's to dancing. Floss. Ted dancing is dancing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to, uh, so anyway, yeah. So F9, you know, it definitely has to take place later. You got to assume that, I mean, Ray ran off with the books, so you got to assume that she's going to use the books and that, what, she becomes the teacher? She starts well, teaching the well, next I generation? Well, I think the first question is, is Luke really dead? Which I think... Absolutely. I don't think there's any question that Luke's no, dead. No, he's not. He became one with the Force. And the Force is with him. He oh, became son. more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> yes, but he is no longer with us in the physical. <laughs> He is with us in the he's, metaphysical. Well, in a sense, he's more alive because he's life itself, Mike. <laughs> life itself. What if, what if Luke becomes the Force? What if he, he is, is the Force? He is the Force. See, I've told, I've told you, man. I, I really feel like if you wanted to give Luke his 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 big moment, you should have done it in eight. Because now that he's dead, it's gonna. That's gonna be one of the things that will disappoint me if suddenly he has this big monster moment. You know, where he, you know, all power for Jedi. It's like, well, he's, de- he's friggin' dead, man. You know, I, that's, yeah. I, I'm he already not, passed I'm not the torch, dig- man. Passed right. the ray. Right. Exactly. Oh, Don't yeah. diminish so, her coolness. So this, this has to be a movie strictly about. It's got to be Ray and Kylo. I mean, it's yeah. their story, right? Yeah. So you got Ray, we Kylo, killed, we, and Poe. And we killed off together. the main, the the old characters. So you got to do something with them. The, this movie's got to be mainly about them. You can't have this big Luke moment where he's gonna usurp any of their mojo in this. In my opinion, 
you know, you got to make this, you got to bring this to a, to a close. You know, it'd be cool uh, if she trained yeah. like some elite Jedi to go down and hunt the Knights, Knights of Ren. And they just like hunt him down. That'd be so, cool. so this starts with her in uh, some kind of training facility with, a I bunch think of that's Jedi. what uh, people are assuming, which again, I mean, he still has to, he's got to address the Mary Sue thing. The fact that no, she's just been all she's powerful. Mary Sue. She's absolutely Mary Sue, dude. Yeah. I mean, come on. So yes. Is, so is Luke. No, it's different. Dude, dude. he, he 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 grew up and he on a farm and he learned how to fly. You know, bullseyeing bull bullseyeing womp womp rats in his T sixteen back home and you know flying through the canyon and all that stuff. They I mean, the all she was was a, 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 a missile into a tiny hole. Yeah, right. Yeah, with with the help of his um, his Jedi sage, she had none of that. Luke didn't train her, man. And 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 yeah, Force Awakens. <laughs> or leaf. Okay, go back to Force Awakens, man. <laughs> she literally had never flown a big starship like the Falcon and was an ace pilot. She had, well, so, she had experience on Jakku, bro. Doing what? Simulations. <laughs> she, didn't she flew she simulations. Didn't <laughs> it's in a book. Swoop ops, man. No, actually, I've, I've <laughs> yeah, actually she, she cross class, but she dumped all her skill points. <laughs> I don't know how many people know this, but actually, <laughs> I have heard, I have heard or read somewhere that actually the the idea that she used her got force point, all her force abilities from when when she was captured by um, by Kylo Ren. And they had their little moment where she started calling him out, saying that, "Oh, I see inside of you, and yeah. you're you're the one that's scared," and blah blah blah. That when that happened, essentially, she downloaded all his force abilities into her brain, and oh, that's why she can do. Are that. they in the that's Matrix? A, supposedly, that's in the book. Is she an agent? She Agent Smith, <laughs> dude. Or is so, she Neo? Come on, no, don't, she's Neo. Right? Don't tell me she's not a Mary Sue because <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Dude, totally, man. I mean, literally. So she's she's on Jakku one day, and the next day she's fighting a powerful Sith in a lightsaber battle he and defeating a him. Botch. Yeah, he botched. <laughs> Did you not see his role? He could barely yeah. beat Finn. And Finn rolled dumb. six ones. There's that got was it. they've got to address that issue. Why that? Well, why he got, he got shot by knows. a bowcaster. He's using all his forces to keep his stomach in. That's true. <laughs> but Those things do like five d six. The real question is: Is um, Ray and Kylo going to get in bed together? Mm. I know a lot of people think mm. that's happening yeah. too. I'd watch that. <laughs> Make little little Jedi Sithy babies. That's how yeah. you bring balance to the Force. And then right they find there. out they're related. Oh, see, man, this gets gross. so convoluted. Now you're getting man. gross, Howie. Well, that's what you pay me for. That's right. That's right. All this gets so convoluted. I just, it seems like the satisfactory end of this is everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how he does it, man. I really don't. This is such a mystery to me. I know everybody's out there predicting and all this stuff. And I just, I can't even, I can't even begin to start predicting. I can get some of the, the basics. Do you think we'll like get a, talked about, you but. think our first trailer will be at celebration or will they drop something like a teaser before that? Good question. Uh, what is that? April? Yeah. April. Uh huh. That seems reasonable. Seems, kind of, um, seems kind of late though. Doesn't it? 
Well, comparatively speaking, yeah, because during Force Awakens, we had a trailer drop Thanksgiving weekend, right? Ooh, Black Friday. We saying we're getting one this weekend, Mike? No, I That's am not. That's what you said. I mean, last we got, we got teasers, one. Though. We should have reviewed we got it. Teasers, right? <laughs> we we got a teaser. We got a teaser. And, uh, but it wasn't until the following probably April, May. And we got a, an actual trailer, or at least a teaser. If I remember correctly, the solo official trailer came out a week before the movie, right? Is that how that broke down? <laughs> That's right. At Target. At Target. Oh, yeah, you had boy. to go to Target to the uh, electronic section to watch it. I mean, if we're talking April, that's a full, what, seven months before, six, seven months before yeah. the movie's released. Oh, the, I that think still the, seems early. I think they, they put it in April just so they could release the final trailer they do at Celebration. A, they do a teaser at Celebration. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. So, I guess we'll get our first They might really hold their card, point, cards close. They have. They totally yeah, have. We don't even have a title right. yet. We're no. a, a little bit shy of a year out and we don't have a title kidding me the next jedi <laughs> the second to last jedi jedi next i like the it pentultimate jedi <laughs> Ooh, that rolls off the tongue right there should be a book i think they're i think uh lucasfilm was lucky that they got you know the cassian thing and they got the mandalorian and oh, i'm psyched for those and things things to keep people off movies can suck focusing it. on ep9 i'm all about uh, the d play now I think they're going to keep this F9 stuff under wraps, under very close wraps until the last second. Yeah. I, think I don't think we're right. going to know much about it at all. Mm. It's going to be a musical. <gasps> <laughs> Is Rogers yep. and Hammerstein doing it? Yep. Yes. I hate to say it, guys, but I'm so not holding my breath for F9. That's good because you'd probably not. die if you held your breath for over a year. Well, and, and, and this is, a, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I actually think this might be a bad thing that we're not getting any information from Ep9, really. No, it's all good. I, I, I think. Actually, I prefer it that way. I don't yeah. want to know anything until I walk into the It's theater. weird we're not getting any like leaked pictures like we did last time where we saw the whole movie before it even came out. <laughs> well, I feel like nobody's excited about it because we're not getting anything on it. So they're all like, well, there's so much other exciting stuff going on with the TV shows. I feel you think like. that drone guys out the there like, is. oh, I could totally get some Star Wars. <laughs> uh. But no, I mean, like before we had tweets from JJ, you know, with little pictures and snippets. And they should put Ron Howard, put bring Ron Howard in. He was posting pictures I like know. every day. Here's <laughs> that, my lunch. Stuff, Here's my shoe. That stuff got me excited. Here's I a know. piece of trash I found on the curb. I'm throwing it away. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Star Wars. Oh, here's a Wookiee. Wait, a Wookiee? What? Wow. <laughs> yep. yep. Well, do we have anything more to say? No. I, I just, it just feels like, uh, like I said, I think JJ's got his hands full with this. And on a personal note, it's hard for me to get real excited, man. I hope I'm so wrong. I'm praying I'm so wrong. I'm praying I walk out of there and I'm just rejuvenated and super excited. Well, and like you said, there's so many other things to be excited about right now yeah, that right. you don't feel like you know if you if you are of the mind of I'm not sure what to expect. I'm going to kind of go with you know with a little bit of trepidation. You can just focus on these other things that are real, you know. Well, at some point, at some right point, now. and this is, I say this all the time, but it, it is what it is. And, you know, we're just going to have to live with whatever the end result is. And, you know, I've just come to that realization that, 
you know, there's other things that I like that's going on right now. You know, I'm real excited about Mandalorian and Cassian, and I'm excited about the comics. Comics. And, uh, I mean, and I, the re- renewed fervor for the prequels. And, I mean, so there's, you know, I'm not dying on the vine here just because of episode nine. There's something you know, for everybody. There is. There really is, man. So, you know, even if you're part of those people that just hate the sequel trilogies and want nothing to do with them, you still got your prequels and you still got your OT. I mean, you still got things to enjoy. So enjoy it. You know, yeah. don't be so, don't be mad. And Stop your bitching. Else. Stop your bitching. Yeah. That's right, man. Be a mic. There's a little bit of something <laughs> for everybody. And Even that, Corey. And that's what Garrett's mm, I don't said. know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's not really not a lot for Corey. Nothing for Corey. No. No. Yeah. Well, boys. <laughs> speaking of nothing for Corey. Yeah. Nothing at we, all. We got anything else? Is that it? Well, no, man, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait, what? Howie. What? You remember when you were asking if there were any more resistance musical reviews? Whoa. Do you want to go ahead I- and. Is there another Check one on the Check your soundboard this? and see maybe perhaps oh, there's a third one. one just appeared. Just magically what? appeared. I used the force. Oh, and, like and the force is making me push this button. Well, he moves around the station when there's work left to be done. And he's a lazy, clumsy bum who turned Jar Jar into a fur. Then some strangers come along offering him to have some fun. But tell me where in the world did Cousin BB-8 go? Well, he's tricked into a laugh dead by a Dukalat Valkilmer. And he helps them steal some fuel, but he's still a decent guy. Then he saves this man from dying, but his... This crew is always wondering, tell me where in the world did Cousin BB-8 go? Nice. <laughs> you got you know you know what that one was? What the song that was a parody of? No. Um uh um Perfect Strangers. Yep. <laughs> Everything <That's it. laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's Carmen San Diego. Oh, there it is. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Remember that show? It was a game show, also. Remember the game show? Had to f- no. No. Oh. No. Dang it. It's because you're yeah. terrible. But, well, yeah, stay tuned. This one off. We'll have yeah, some more of those coming up in the future. He's uh, talked to Sancho and he's working on a little something featuring a. Certain cartoon that has certain chipmunks in it, what? and a mouse, what? and a fly, nice, and a really hot-looking mouse that flies planes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you do. Launch pad. <laughs> yes, launch pad. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. Like how well, his, his body's like really big, but his his feet are his bottom half of his body is really tiny. Yep, that's the best. Well. Stay tuned for more from Sancha, Sancho, Sancho, and uh, Sanchi Sancho, Sancho, what a Madonna. <laughs> oh, no. With everybody. It had Sancho to happen. Panda, Sancho Panda. Nailed it. Anyway, from him in the Glee Club. Glee Club. The Glee Club. I have. Not enough, though. Still not enough. Oh, anyway, yeah. be sure to check us out at betterkind.com. Click on the show notes for episode 206 yep. and follow along. Do that. Be sure to uh, check out the podcast, mm-hmm. iTunes, Stitcher, all your favorite podcast sites. Be sure to check us out on Twitter.
Twitter? Well, if you're saying check at, out the podcast, technically, if they've yeah, heard that, they've already checked it out, right? The, the podcast. They have, but depending on where they're listening to it, they may or might not know that there are other avenues by oh, which they can good point. follow good point. and listen. Anyway, join the conversation at Twitter at FlyCasual1138 or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash podcast. Also, the big push... Go to subscribe, YouTube. Do it. YouTube, search for Fly Casual Podcast. Three million subscribers. We are. We need you to be three million and one. Are we? Do we have more than Justin Bieber yet? (laughs) Got those. All the Justin Bieber numbers. We're we're hot on the hot on this trail. (laughs) Nice. You watch out. But uh, anyway, yeah. Be sure to check us out there and on Facebook. We're posting the videos now for all the episodes. Uh, We're also during the week. uh, We're we're posting the full episodes on Facebook and YouTube. uh, But on YouTube exclusively, we're doing the segments. So if you just want to listen to a particular segment, you can go there and listen to the Porkins. You can listen to the news. You can listen to rumor and discussion, whatever you want. So we're making it very, very user-friendly for y'all. Yeah, you're welcome. You are welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So be sure to check it out. So uh, anyway. Just like a Moana. Anything else you guys want to add? What about Moana? You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Garrett. What? Give me that boat. You want to say bye, buddy? Give me the boat. Give me your boat. Boat. Give me the boat. I'm Mike. That's- Take care, everybody. See you later. See you later, alligator. After a while. Holy. <laughs> Somebody had to say it.